Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for the Great Clips postgame show. Great Clips, it's going to be great. Presented by Telemore Do. Because when it's game time, it's telly time. Now, here are your hosts, Olin Krutz, Patrick Manley, and Mark Grody. Filling in for Mully on Sports Radio 670 The Score. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Nothing bad happened. Nothing bad happened, and the Bears hold on to beat Washington this time. Hold on a relative term. The Bears pretty much blow out Washington tonight. The final score, Bears 40, Washington 20. A incredible night for DJ Moore as uh, he goes eight catches, 230 yards, and three touchdowns. The Bears beat Washington 40-20. to Justin Fields was mostly excellent tonight as well. So much to discuss in this Bears 20-point victory, least of which is the fact that the Bears have ended what was now a 14-game losing streak. It is over. We can stop to talk about, uh, we can stop talking about that particular narrative and this win for the Bears may also start to settle down a couple of other narratives, uh, one being the job security of the head coach, and, of course, the other one being the starting quarterback, Justin Fields, who, from my money, has now had two straight good games for the Bears, except those critical errors last week. As we officially welcome everybody into the Great Clips postgame show right here on Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score presented by Tullamore Dew. We are open for you. We want your instant reaction to this Bears 40-20 to win over Washington, 312-645. 6767 but I now turn to my former Bears Olin Krutz and Patrick Manley for their instant reaction to this game Olin we will start with you what did you think of this Bears first win in almost a year 40 to 20 over Washington I think you couldn't help but be excited man on a day that we get some bad news to kick off uh, the pregame show Pat we got some bad news about Dick Buckus and me and you said going in, and Pat said it best, man, Grody. Pat was like, on nights like tonight, it's almost like, you know, 1999 up in Green Bay, Walter Payton's funeral, we win that game. It's like Dick Buckus is with this team. This team felt them. Uh, they went out there. They played lights out. Uh, all the injuries they had, they showed grit. They showed toughness. Look, for one night, we're not going to go overboard, Pat, but I got to give this team credit for yeah. one night. 
the night that everyone's saying Coach Eberflus will be gone on Monday after this loss. They have no running backs. They got a fullback. I have more carries than him uh, carrying the ball <laughs> at the end of the game, right? Uh, they're getting sacks, as my, my co-host called it, Pat Manley, and I was taking my <laughs> drinks. So we're going to have a drinking tank game every time they get a sack. I couldn't be more excited, more happy for this football team. The grit and the guts they showed. They had cornerbacks. I'm looking through my roster again. Who the hell's on the field, Pat? They're blitzing them. They're getting after a howl. Howl, hey, man, you want to hold the ball all night in the pocket? By all means, please do it. Hey, Grody. That's the first time we've seen a smile on that sideline, for the Bears' sideline, in almost a year. How good did that feel? That, that, I mean, was, that was just I, – I got a big smile right now looking at you guys. But here, here's the thing. Olin, you talked about it that, you know, you, you kind of gave a little bit of a pregame speech at the end of uh, – of our you gave a pregame speech at the end of our pregame of how they had to play. They came out there and they fought. They played with more mm-hmm. effort. They played harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, the commanders did not look like they wanted to be out there. The Bears did. Their backs were against the wall. They heard all – I'm sure they heard all the noise about Eberflus and – they feel all that stuff, you know, losing all these uh, weeks in a row. They came out there and played hard. I, I, I'm proud of them. That's, you know, as being an mm-hmm. alumni, it's been hard mm-hmm. to answer all these questions. You know, are they that bad? And, you know, we talk about them on the mm-hmm. radio. I talk to them about friends, uh, with friends. They came out there and they played their butts off. And then they mm-hmm. stumbled a little bit in the second half and they figured mm-hmm. it out. And like you said, all in injuries. I mean, you've got a fullback going in there to help finish off the game and they do it. The O-line gets it done in the run game. Uh, you know, Lucas Patrick goes out. Cody Whitehair has to move in. Struggles with the snaps, whatever. But they mm-hmm. get it done. And then Justin Fields and DJ Moore, what a show. What a mm-hmm. show. We're lucky to see that. Hopefully that's our future. Hopefully that's what we get from that uh, traded first-round pick down to get Darnell Wright. How about that block Darnell Wright had? That summed mm-hmm. up the game. That summed up the fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? When he ran over that DB and continues yes. running, continues that was on. awesome. Like the guy wasn't even there. He yeah. wasn't even there, Pat. Can I shout out the big uglies, Grody? Can I shout yes. them out? The offensive line. Can yes. Shout out Coach Morgan. Look, I know we'll keep. We'll come back to it. They'll say, "Hey, man, it's one game." I know, but but give them their credit tonight. I get you know, we picked them. Obviously, Pat, on the day Dick Buckus passes, we cannot pick against the Chicago Bears, and and uh, they woke tonight. And you're like you said, man, uh, DJ Moore. Uh, if there was questions, if this guy's a number one wide receiver, uh, I think they got to put those to rest now. Was he out of bounds? I don't know if he was even out of bounds. Should he have a 300-yard game? I don't know. I don't know why they didn't review that. That makes no sense to me. I mean, he had a, he had a chance to, I don't know. The NFL's crazy, but whatever, man. It's just fun to watch this team. Olin, imagine what that locker room's feeling like right now. Oh, man, I hope they enjoy it, Pat. I hope they enjoy it. They that flight it back and, and is going to feel good. Ten days ten days to sit on a win, right? Ten days, yeah. oh, sit yeah. on a win, enjoy it, get better, uh, get healthy, get some guys back. When Tevin Jenkins was in the lineup, you can see the difference yeah. with that big man at left guard. Uh, you know, get some guys healthy. Uh, hopefully, eventually, Braxton Jones will come back. Who knows where this offense finally goes to? Think about this, guys. Even with the score to 40 points, he misses Mooney twice. I mean, they'll go back yeah. and watch film. Yeah. There was more points out there. There was more mm-hmm. points out there to be had. Hey, uh, I've been hard on Luke Getze. Luke Getze, congratulations, man. Good game plan tonight. You had your offense rolling. Good concepts, good schemes. The quarterback is getting better, Grody. You said it. Yeah, I mean, the the very first drive of the game, and I know that Justin Fields has looked pretty good early on in contests, but 
that first drive and the 20 yard touchdown pass to DJ Moore on a third and fricking 14, 14. Mm-hmm. to eventually make it seven to nothing. That's I mean, obviously great play. I mean, some zip on the pass by Justin Fields, but that's a ballsy call too for Luke Getze. I thought he redeemed himself in a lot of ways during this game in terms of his play calls. The, 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 how about some of the, the short yardage, the third and one, fourth and one stuff that they were doing? I forget what they call it, but it's the play that Philadelphia started. Yeah, the brotherly love, right? The, the brotherly, brotherly love, play, that's yeah, it. No. The brotherly it love play. It yeah, works. Right. I, I thought it was interesting, too, that they said, at least on the TV broadcast, that that's going to be something that the rules committee is going to have to look at to maybe abolish. I, I don't know how you guys feel about that, and I don't want to make a huge topic out of it, but the Bears did employ it and were using it, and I do wonder what you guys think about a play like that. Is it is it fair? It's better than Cole Komet. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. No, I mean, that's the bigger point. The bigger point is it's like Luke Getze figured some things out, like some of the stuff that we were all, not that he's positive he's not taking any of his cues from us, but a lot of the stuff that we were shouting about and wanting to see from Luke Getze, guys, I think we're starting to see, including using the quarterback right now, essentially Mm -hmm. two weeks in a row. But this game in particular, the way he used Justin, Justin Fields with the passing game and with some of the designed runs. And it just, you could tell that Fields has been coached up better or, or something is starting to sink in for him. It seems like something's, no, I'm sorry. It seems like something's clicked for Justin Fields. Yep. I don't know what it is. These last two weeks. Okay. The last quarter, half quarter last week, he struggled, right? But it just seems like his confidence is there. I don't know if it's the game plan, getting him going early, different play calls of not sitting him in the pocket as much. But he seems like he's letting it rip. You know, we've all talked about let it rip, let it rip. He seems like he's doing that now. I don't know what it is, but he looks like a different quarterback out there. He looks very comfortable. Looks like the game slowed down for him. You know, you always want that as you are a young player in the NFL because that thing is coming 100 miles an hour. It's different, right? But once you get slows down, it's like, oh, okay, I can get this. And that's what it looks like to me from the outside watching him play a little bit. I don't know about you, Olin. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I think you're right, Pat. I think when he said, F it, I'm going to go out there and play and yeah. just do the things I need to do, the things I'm comfortable with. And obviously, it didn't click in the first Kansas City game, or we didn't see it. But he told us he did it, right? They asked him. They said, did, did you feel like you played like that? He said, yes. And it's continued uh, ever since. Obviously, like Grody talked about, late in the last game, couple mental mistakes, but... Uh, the first three quarters, man, they're on fire, came right back out tonight against a D-line that you thought that that was the biggest mismatch we've seen in a while, right? Mm-hmm. We've seen that de- our offensive line versus their defensive line. Lucas Patrick goes to the locker room. This Justin Fields, remember now, there was a time Cody almost had the ball over his head. He caught it and ran it for eight yards, right? Uh, what do we keep asking him to be, Pat? We've asked for him to be what on this show a million times? We've asked for him to be a multiplier. That's exactly what he was tonight. You don't think, Grody, his teams were pumped up when he was trying to run guys over for first downs. Right? He was getting after people tonight. Uh, You couldn't ask anything more out of Justin Fields. I'll keep going back to this. I know it's one night, but you can't help but be excited from what you saw from a Chicago Bears team tonight where the head coach is supposed to get fired, where the offense wasn't supposed to move the ball because the O-line couldn't block him. 
uh, uh, um, Justin Fields was making a sandwich in the pocket on the first few drives, right? <laughs> yes, he That's was. That's how long he had back there in the pocket. I couldn't believe it, man. I couldn't believe watching that game. Uh, it was enjoyable to watch. You couldn't help but cheer for them tonight uh, on a night with the news we got about uh, uh, Dick Buckus. We couldn't help but cheer hard for them. Everyone wanted to win here in Illinois, and they gave us one, and, and, and they just got to find a way to continue this. But Justin Fields is certainly taking steps in the right direction and playing quarterback from the pocket and out of the pocket when he needs to. Hey, man, that's the voice of Olin Krutz that you are hearing. Also, Patrick Manley. I am in for Mully today here on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score, it is the Great Clips postgame show presented by Tullamore Dew. The Bears win. They beat Washington 40-20. to And as you've heard Olin allude to a couple of times, yes, we did lose Dick Butkus today. The legendary Bears linebacker died at the age of 80. The only good part about this is is that we get to hear Dick Butkus stories and we get yeah. to see all the mm-hmm. Dick Butkus highlights. I don't know, guys, that there is a better highlight pack. I mean, there's a lot, like Lawrence Taylor, for instance, um, you know, Barry Sanders watching their highlights, but I don't think there's a, a more devastating highlight. The, the one that we always see with Dick Butkus that is better in, in the National Football League than what we saw or see from him all the time. It's got well, to be set the, the best. standard. Pat talked about yep. it earlier. He set the standard in the NFL. He is the guy we all look up to. Uh, we talked about in the pregame show. Uh, when you're in his presence, you couldn't help but be nervous because the way he played the game and the way he carried himself, you knew this man was capable of violence. When you talk about Grody, you talk about this guy is a football player, right? That's like the biggest compliment you can give a guy like me who loves football. Olin Cruz was a football player. Probably no one's ever said that. But if anybody ever did, I think it would be a big compliment. (laughs) This guy was the ultimate football player, Pat. He's the guy everyone's compared to when you hit, when you play physical, when you run, when you get after people. You talk about dick buckets all the time. Uh, This guy is a legend, uh, especially in Illinois, but everywhere, man. I grew up in Hawaii. I knew about dick buckets. My dad talked about him. People talked about him there. The best defensive highlights you can probably find anywhere, right? So yeah. any young kid, any young person listen to this that doesn't have never really seen it, go down the YouTube wormhole. Just just Google Dick Buckus highlights and enjoy the heck out of it. Amen. Football's played differently now, but man, that was a game back then. That was a real man. Amen, amen. And Olin, for the record, I would never not call you a football player. Just so you know, like I, I would. Oh, behind my back, that. I'm sure you wouldn't. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know, man. I may not Brody, even do I, that behind your back. I don't talk bad about you unless I'm behind your back. Okay. I just want you to know that. <laughs> Does that mean you got my back, Olin, or no? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Okay. For sure. Bears win. They you beat Washington 40 to 20. I don't know if you guys could see in the chat, but lots of people, lots of people want to check in and talk about a Bears win, and isn't that nice to hear the Bears win this game it was a look it got a little bit shakier it got a little scary in the second half because the Bears had a 27 to 3 lead most of it sort of just felt like oh no not this again but the Bears got their acts together in a legit win ending on the Justin Fields 56 yard touchdown pass to DJ Moore where Kendall Fuller tried to jump the route 
and uh, Moore ends up getting the best of it and gets uh, over 230 yards receiving and three touchdowns in this Bears win. So let's go right to the top of our uh, phone call chart, 312-644-6767 here on the Great Clips postgame show presented by Tullamore Dew. We start with Maurice in Avalon Park. What's going on, Maurice? You're on the score. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. What's up, Maurice? Hello. I um, am pleased with this win. Justin Fields looked like a quarterback. Mm -hmm. But this is only a small sample size. I want to see him continue that. Another thing that was big about this game, if you noticed, that there were no stupid penalties by the offensive line or the defense. The offense protected fields. I, I'm i just happy they won the game. It ends that stupid streak. Mm-hmm. Have a great mm-hmm. show, gentlemen. Thank you, Maurice. Yeah, guys, I think it, it, it stops a lot of talk for now, or at least puts it on pause. I don't think we're going to be talking about Matt Eberflus's job. I definitely don't think we're going to be talking about Justin Fields and whether it's time for Tyson Bajant. No, but like we got to give Matt Eberflus credit, right? We yes. talked about the second half when they started coming back. He got in his little cover two shell and played soft. And then after that, he said, screw it. I'm bringing mm-hmm. the house. I'm, even though I got young guys back there, maybe they know how to play man to man better than they know how to play coverage right now. Cause that's, you know, just one-on-one I'm bringing the house. I'm going to get after Sam Howell. And it worked, you know, you got scared on a couple of the big plays, but overall it ended up working for him. So I got to give him credit on his coaching, uh, coaching job. Yeah, and like like Maurice talked about, right, there were no – the pre-snap penalties, even a new center, there wasn't a lot of them. Now, the snaps, Cody's got to work on, obviously. But if you, what, to Maurice's point, Pat, we talked about after the first week, we heard them say we had no energy, we had no focus. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I argued, well, that starts a long time before the game, right? Well, if you see a game like this, you know what that tells me? They're in practice and they're working at the, on the right things. Yeah, and they're and they're buying into what their coach still saying because that's what we wondered out loud. Is this team still buying into Coach Eberflus? Are they doing the things he's asking them to do? And the answer is yes, right? Yeah. The answer is yes when you see a game like tonight because the only thing we got, Pat, are the games in the film. So when I look at the game in the film tonight and I see them overcome, uh, Grody talked about third and fourteen, right after the Darnell Wright gave up the sack to Montez Sweat. They come right back, they protect it up, and they execute the DJ more. And look, uh, uh, if guys aren't jumping off sides, even though you're rotating offense alignment, you are working on that stuff. Guys are paying attention to what you're saying, and they are focused in practice. That's great points. And they won the takeaway battle. Yes. Finally. <laughs> yeah, it was crucial. Again, oh, man. Strowman gets a pick. I mean, it's a, it's a yeah. great interception there. Sure. Uh, Grody, who is the new cornerback they picked up this week? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm drawing a blank on his name, too. Yeah. Was he I, I wearing number 30? Because I think he was yeah. out there, Pat, to your point. <laughs> yeah, yeah he got Jones out there. Blitzing. I'm like, who yeah. the hell's at the left cornerback? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and, I'm scared. And, I'm like, don't blitz with that guy on the <laughs> field. I'm worried about it, right? <laughs> yep. And, and Greg Stroman Jr., too, he had the the pick, as you guys were talking about, Um he also had that sack he had mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. third quarter as Washington was driving. 
Um, they were gaining momentum. I, it, it, but I thought that that was huge as well. So, I mean, thumbs up to Greg Stroman in this game. Mm-hmm. It's really the new good game, show. Man. Really yeah. good game. Yeah. Really yeah. good yeah. game by him. Yep. Uh, uh, the cornerback coach. I mean, all these guys, you know, we all know what Allen Williams' specialty was. It was secondary, man. They lost a mm-hmm. secondary coach, defensive coordinator. And they've lost all their starting cornerbacks. These guys are all out. And they're out there uh, playing and winning a game in Washington with no cornerbacks and no running backs. Gentlemen, we've got to take our dogs, first break. Right? I will let you, but they were six-and-a-half-point dogs. And they yeah, they were. I got to give yeah. them props, man. I'm just I'm yeah. happy as can be, man. Get to that oh, break. Man, man. I'm, yeah, not we, yeah. I'm not killing them tonight, Pat. I don't care. We can do it later. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> So good. The Bears win. They beat Washington 40 to 20. Tons to talk about still. Many, many things we haven't even gotten to in this particular game. We started to touch on the offensive line and all the things that were happening there, but we'll refresh that topic here in just a little bit in the running backs room. Herbert, very good while he was in there, but it got down to the fullback for the Bears. Your calls, too, 312-644-6767. We are talking about a Bears 40-20 to win over Washington with Olin Krutz, Patrick Manley, and me, Mark Grody, in for Mike Mulligan, in for Mully here on the Great Clips postgame show presented by Tullamore Dew on Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Pass is pulled in by Moore. Gets free. Washington gambles and lose the gamble that time. 56 yards touchdown. Fuller trying to jump it. Moore able to make the catch and then free to the end zone. And a 230-yard, three-touchdown night for number two. Man, that is the jump-out-of-your-seat moment for this Bears 40-20 to win over Washington tonight. That's right. Bears 40, Washington 20. 
Bears with their first win of the season, their first win in nearly a year, as we welcome you back into the Great Clips postgame show presented by Tullamore Dew, DJ Moore, and that 56-yard touchdown catch from Justin Fields with 4.09 left. That made it 37 to 20 Bears, certainly the put-away punch. Everybody in the stadium knew the game was over at that point, and just an incredible night for DJ Moore and really for Justin Fields as well. What did you got that la- – I, I got to tell you, man, watching that play develop and seeing what Kendall Fuller was doing and trying to jump the route, I thought, okay, here it comes. Here's that <laughs> bad Justin Fields moment, but that's the difference between this week and last week where Justin Fields was terrific for most of the game. He stayed pretty damn terrific for all of this game. What did you guys think? We'll start with you, Olin, on that final or the put-away 56-yard touchdown. Yeah, I I think that's the NFL. I think that's how close it is, man. It's a game of inches, and he put enough heat on that ball, and he put it where he wanted to go. I'm going to give him the credit. I'm not going to take it from him. Yes, Fuller was setting him up. Yes, Fuller tried to drive on that quick stop route that they ran right past the sticks, but he didn't get there. And, and to, to, for him not to get there, you got to have a strong enough arm to get it in there. And he got it in there, and it's close. But, but if you go to a lot of film in the NFL for a lot of the great quarterbacks, it, you will say over and over again, Pat, right? How did he get it in there? Gosh, that, the cornerback <laughs> is right there setting him up. So uh, um, he made, they made the play that they had to make to seal the game. And then the concentration by DJ Moore. I mean, that was a really contested catch. You know what I mean? To watch that ball in and, and make the play. Obviously, nobody's there. He just kind of walk into the end zone. But that's just players making plays. And it's it's great to see that. Now, we got to continue seeing that. Uh, they're going to enjoy mm-hmm. the heck out of the night. But, you know, I think coaches will be critical on them. That, you know, that's, that's, every, that's awesome, guys. But let's continue doing it. Let's build on it. But that's two, uh, two gamers making great plays at the end of the game and getting it done. And the Bears' yeah, next game. They would let us uh, come up there and, and, and enjoy it with them. We, we meet them at Hallis Hall when they land. I think we earned it, right? <laughs> We've gone through a lot of losses, me yes, and you and Grody. <laughs> I think we should go up there, Grody, and we should enjoy the win with them. The come whole on by, city, guys. The whole city <laughs> should go to O'Hare. Like they won the Super Bowl, you know what I mean? And they're sitting over yes, the sir. fence and just sitting there yes, and congratulate them. <laughs> that was would actually be very funny if fans were at, like if there was a huge like like these Bears players would think Bears fans are just nuts you know what I mean because oh people would actually, yeah absolutely and, and man I mean that the Bears Bears fans might just do that yeah I do wonder I'm looking forward to it. we're gonna get right back to the calls maybe we'll find out throughout the night how much this is I'll throw the question out there how much has this this one win after looking terribly in all these other games a horrible stories in all these games on the field off the field bears dominate washington tonight how much does this win affect you in terms of rejuvenating your spirit for the season or are you in the camp of it's one damn game and we'll wait and see so i'd love to get people's opinion on that 312-644-6767 back to the phones we go for olin Krutz and patrick manley and me mark grody it is dave in wisconsin what's going on dave hey guys thanks for uh taking my call first of all condolences to the buckets family um Definitely a hero as far as Bears uh, football um, passing. But anyways, appreciate the uh, aggressiveness from the Bears tonight. And uh, I'm 
just glad that they didn't sit back, right? So the first half, they did real well. Third quarter was a little bit alarming, but, uh, you know, it was nice to see in the fourth quarter that uh, they they came back and, uh, you know, pick, pick and choose uh, to be a little bit more aggressive. But, uh, you know, I'd like to get your comments on how the offensive line did tonight uh, with some of that uh, blocking they did. I think they looked better overall, and I'm hoping that uh, what they can do tonight uh, from tonight is to uh, make sure that they, um, you know, let's add to it and let's move forward. Thanks, guys, for taking my call. Thanks for the call, Dave. Appreciate it. Olin, uh, offensive line, your thoughts on the way they played tonight? I thought they played really well. I, I thought they played a good physical brand of football. I mm-hmm. thought they were good in pass pro. You can see Nate Davis trying to get his feet under him over there at right guard. Him and Darnell Wright looked comfortable together. When Lucas Patrick was in there with Cody Whitehead at left guard, and even when Tevin Jenkins came in, uh, they were manhandling that defensive line. Pat, I thought when it came out to start the third quarter, I think they inserted Jatari Carter at left guard, probably just trying to control the reps that Tevin Jenkins was getting in his first time back, his spot duty. The line was a little shaky then. But other than that, uh, the offensive line played about as good as you could have hoped with the matchup they had today. The odds in Vegas of the offensive line getting the better of the Washington Redskins Mm. defensive front, one of the most feared fronts in football, were not very high. Uh, This group, uh, Coach Morgan, his group, they deserve a lot of credit. No doubt. And I just, it started at the beginning of the game. They outplayed him at the beginning of the game. They brought more effort. They brought more physicality. Uh, you know, they saw it in the passing game, the run game as well. I mean, what, the total yardage today was, what, 178 yards rushing. I just remember after games, when we get on the bus, and we'd always get those printouts, and I wanted to see that stuff. And to me, if you're kicking their butt up front in the run game, you've dominated the line of scrimmage. Yeah, Justin Fields had some, but they still rushed for over 100 yards without Justin Fields' 57 yards rushing. Then you got your fullback that comes in, right? He averages 3.3 yards a game as a running back. He doesn't. He had what he's had three career carries. That to me, that's all O line. That's just pushing people and moving people. Him falling forward. He he ran the ball. He has to run the ball, right? But that's not his thing. And it just says a lot about the O line. I thought the O line gets a lot of credit. You know, I'm sure game balls are flying in that locker room right now. And each one of those guys uh, guys deserve one. It's funny because as soon as we were able to announce that Tevin Jenkins was going to be active, people were hitting me up left and right on Twitter asking, okay, well, how are they going to line this up? Are they going to have a rotation with Tevin Jenkins? Is Jatari Carter out? Is Lucas Patrick going to be benched? Is Cody Whitehair playing? We saw it all. We saw every (laughs) manifestation of it tonight just because, obviously, of injury and the big one relative to the Bears was Lucas Patrick, who left the game due to an injury in slides Cody Whitehair back at the center position. Guys, and Ola, we'll, we'll start with you again. What did you think of all of that maneuvering and the fact that it didn't seem to, to slow anything down? And what did you think of Cody Whitehair playing center tonight? Yeah, I, I thought that the office line, first of all, what you're talking about with rotating guys is not easy, right? Rotating in and out. Uh, communication. We talked about working games off and stunts. Uh, that's when the defensive line will cross and somebody will go uh, uh, penetrate and somebody will go around and you got to communicate. And communication is huge between two offense linemen, them being on the same page and working together and especially in another stadium, right? When you're using silent cadence. 
So the fact that they were working together, getting things done early in the game, I got to be completely honest with you, I couldn't have been more shocked, right? I couldn't have been more <laughs> shocked with the matchup they had that Justin Fields was standing there in the pocket, basically yeah. untouched with a lot of space around him because I didn't expect that tonight. And, and, and uh, credit to that offensive line and credit to Getze for thinking his offensive line could do that and taking shots down the field early on. As far as Cody White here moving in the center, um, you know, on a good night like tonight, you hate to go over things that could be a problem, but I think some of us saw why he's been moved away from there uh, by other staffs, by other, by other, you know, the, the, on before when they moved other guys into to play center. I think we saw why tonight. So hopefully he can get that straightened out because once he does snap the ball and he does organize things correctly, he can hold up there in the middle. He does do a nice job. Yeah, another thing I saw, too, was Luke Getzey. I think it was two third and sevens or a third and seven, a third and sixth, and he ran a draw play, yes. knowing, that the, yes. knowing that the commanders are going to get up yes. the field. And that's a good coaching, man. And, and he got, what, third and eight, or he got at least eight or nine yards on yeah. both runs. And that's great coaching, great execution by the O-line. Um, that's just, it's all around. It was a good game. I'm glad you brought that up. That's, that's a great point. And, and also... I don't know if you guys mentioned it, you, you might have, but, you know, shout out to Nate Davis and Darnell Wright. I believe it was they who opened it up for Khalil Herbert on his 34-yard run mm -hmm. in the first quarter. I think that that was the case for them. Uh, Khalil Herbert ends up with 76 yards. He gets injured. We'll, we'll circle back to the, to the running back's room here in just a little bit, but I want to get back to the phone calls here at 312-644-6767. We go to... John in, no, actually, I'm sorry, Patrick in uh, Pressed Hill. What's going on, Patrick? You're on the score. No, Patrick. All right, guess what, John? It's your lucky day. John in Lindhurst is on the score on the Great Clips Post Game Show. Hello, John. People have been we're, drinking. We're over our last two. You ready? <laughs> let's try. Let's try Mitch. In Peoria. Hello, Mitch. Are you on the score or not? I didn't leave you guys hanging. <laughs> All right, Mitch. Thank you, man. Hey, first and foremost, rest in peace, Dick Butkus. Great man. Amen. Um, mm -hmm. But, uh, hey, just wanted to uh, touch base on a quote that a buddy told me about today from Moosin Muhammad 15 years ago today saying, Chicago is where wide receivers come to die. I don't think DJ Moore heard that one. That's all I got to say. <laughs> well, I don't know if he's completely erased that notion, but it was an absolutely fantastic day for DJ Moore. I will say that there was a cool about him on Wednesday when we had open locker room, got a chance to talk to him. And he just, there was this kind of this look and this, don't worry about it. We're going to get one here. You guys have no idea what's about to happen, but to the running backs, cause I know we brought that up a little bit earlier and you know, Herbert starting and he gets injured. Um, and then Roshan Johnson, who full steam ahead, like he is, he gets hurt in this game. Travis Homer concussion protocol. I got to tell you, man, when it got down to blasting game and it gets to a point in starting to get to a point in the game where the Bears need to be able to take time off of the clock, I was worried. How did you think that they comported themselves towards the end of the game with blasting game and everything that happened with the running backs tonight? That's to me, Olin. That's you guys. That's the O-line taking over. That's yeah. what they did. Yeah. You know, they, they took ownership of it and said, all right, 
they probably looked back there and they said, all right, how many career, probably didn't ask him how many career carries, but said, we got to get this done. I think, I think that would be the mentality of the O-line, right, Olin? Yeah, just, just look, guys, on the sideline, right? Look, guys, our running backs are out. We give the fullback the ball, who I think they were talking about on the TV that he's had three carries before that. Uh, credit to Blasting for knowing, the, knowing his job there yeah. at running back, for lining up at running back, uh, uh, knowing to take that handoff, running a zone read, uh, hitting it where he's supposed to hit it. Now, one time he did bounce, and I was like, hey, Blasting you're not an Indian to try to bounce the ball. Now, hit that thing downhill behind there, but uh, you can't give this offensive line enough credit going into tonight because uh, going into the game, I took all the credit away from them and said there's no way they can match up with this defensive line unit. That they were going to be the reason uh, that the uh, that the Commanders would beat the Chicago Bears. That their defense line would dominate the Chicago Bears offensive line. Well, lo and behold, Pat, it was the other way around. Yeah. Right. The Chicago Bears offensive line went out there with a chip on their shoulder and said, "Look, we're going to show you guys uh, that we're not the unit that you think we are. That we're training. That we're steadily improving. That we're working on our drills and we're starting to focus as this year goes on." And we're getting better and better and better. And tonight, they dominate a really good unit there in the Washington Commanders. Gentlemen, I am well late for the break. So this is probably my first time and last time doing the postgame show for being so late as I am. <laughs> uh, but uh, we, we are hey, open Hey, you brought the you win, too. Grody. You brought the win. <laughs> I, I did bring the win. Yep. Bears win. They beat Washington 40-20. to 20. This is a good time. Uh, if you want to jump in and talk to Olin Krutz and Patrick Manley and myself, Mark Grody, in for Mully today, this is a good time. 312-644-6767. If you want to talk about a Bears win, Bears 40, Washington 20. This is the Great Clips postgame show presented by Tullamore Dew on Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 